This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship video by St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on July 17, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, chapter 10. Now, as they went on their way, he, that is Jesus, entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at Jesus' feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to the Lord and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And as you're seated, I put my grandpa hat on again um, for this sermon time. And you might be getting sick of me uh, being grandpa. But um, I could regale you for many hours of my joy at being a grandpa with, daughters, uh, with photos of my granddaughter. And especially whether I'm involved, I get very excited about it. She's now 18 months old. And um, it's been such a joy. Time flies when you're having fun. And that's certainly been the case for me as a grandpa. It's been absolutely fascinating too for me to watch this little person grow. The psalmist is surely right, I reckon, when she or he says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know well. And that's been my experience as this little person has grown in my life. I've been especially captivated as, as Evie learns. And she's like this little sponge, and we know all of this stuff, but just to see it um, all unfold, um, with such speed, with such amazingness, is, is just so much fun. She's learned to walk in these um, more recent times, and not only now does she walk, but she runs. I reckon she can do the 100 metres in about 12 points something or other. And the reason that I'm holding her hand in the backyard of the manse there is not so much to guide her, but to try and keep up with her. She's born to run, it seems. But she first had to learn to walk before she could run. It's a saying that we might know well. We need to learn to walk before we can run. And sometimes we know in our lives that it reflects life quite well. We need to walk before we can learn to run. Roger's here with us today. He's a pilot. One day he might fly me to the other side of the world in a jumbo, but it's probably good that he learns in a smaller plane first. It's that sort of thing in life, isn't it? Is that good advice? Well, maybe so. Today I want to explore with you, though, what it might mean for you and for me spiritually as disciples of Jesus to learn to walk spiritually before we run. And particularly as we are blessed today 
to go with Jesus into this home of this loving person, Martha, and to be with Jesus, to be welcomed by her. What does Jesus say about this to Martha and Mary and to you and me today as Jesus comes to our home here? Today we're going to explore the theme then that we need to learn to sit at Jesus' feet before we can serve. So let's pray, shall we? Come, Lord Jesus, and help us to hear. And by your words, draw us near. Amen. That's a prayer that my mum taught me as a little tyke. When I come into church, what do I do apart from looking around at all of the wonderful things? She said, well, when you come in, sit down and pray this little prayer. Does, does anyone have a little prayer that you pray, maybe something like that before worship? You don't have to do it, by the way, but sometimes that's our prayer. We come into the house and expect to be met by Jesus, and I think it's a good thing that how we prepare ourselves. Because as we come to these few verses of Scripture, these five few verses, um, we find something amazing going on for us, I think, if we, if we are able to listen uh, that little bit closely. When we, we, know, we might know the story, this story of Mary and Martha pretty well, and we might often ask the question straight away, am I Mary or am I Martha? Am I someone who sits at Jesus' feet or am, am I the doer in the group? Well, dear friends, I want to say from the outset that we are called not to be one or the other necessarily in life, but we have the calling to be both, I think. But first, Jesus says that it, we do well to sit before we serve, to sit at his feet before we learn to run and go and serve others. For spiritually, I think this is um, what Jesus has for us to, to unpack this morning. So let's see if we can do that um, in a little bit more detail. We're at the end of Luke chapter 10 as we hear these verses. Jesus and his crew of disciples are on the road, we know. And we know exactly where the road is taking them. Because a chapter earlier, if you read these, little, these few chapters of Luke's Gospel, and I would encourage you, there's great depth here for us, I think. If we go back one chapter to Luke chapter 9, towards the end of that chapter, we hear these words. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem. I love that sort of language. Jesus set his face to go to one place, to go to one place for all people. Jesus is on the road then. He's on the road to the cross for you and for me and for all people. He's on the road to serve the whole world with his life and he's prepared to give it. I just love this turn of phrase. He set his face. It's like when we leave church this morning and that southerly buster comes up and hits us, it's like Jesus going straight in there, but nothing will deter him from the mission that he's on for us, for you, for me. And then we come to the beginning of this chapter, chapter 10. And Jesus, as we've heard a few Sundays back, he gives authority to his disciples to go into the world to do the same serving. They are to go with nothing but Jesus' word and his authority, and they go, they're called to go and enter villages, and where they're met in a home by a person of peace, 
they are called to go in there and to serve in that place. And you know, that's exactly what Jesus does in this reading today. Did you hear? As they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha, what did she do? She welcomed Jesus into her home. Martha is doing a good thing. She's being a good neighbour, as Pastor Phil um, helped us into this space last Sunday. Martha is being a person of peace, and Jesus does what he says. He goes and dwells in that house, doesn't he? It's a simple but profound act that Martha undertakes, and I'd like us to dwell there with her just for a moment, welcoming Jesus into our house too. Martha not only welcomes Jesus, but then she goes on to serve him. It seems she wants to do the very best that she can do. And as we saw our, our crew act that out, and thanks to um, everyone involved in that, it was a, a, quite a hullabaloo going on. But as we know, Luke tells us something very important first as Jesus enters Martha's home. Luke simply tells us in a few words, she had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. She listened to what he was saying. Mary sits at the feet of her Lord and listens. It sounds, again, very simple and basic, doesn't it? But there is so much that goes on here. Did you note, as you listened to this perhaps well-known um, gospel reading, that Mary doesn't say a thing. In the whole of the text, she says nothing. She sits at Jesus' feet and she listens. There's something, I think, very loud and clear then um, in this act of not speaking. The act of welcoming Jesus into our homes um, and living as disciples um, is not complete by the things that we do or the things that we say, but it's rather by sitting and listening. This radical non-action of Mary is the whole point of what Jesus' visit is all about and completes what Martha has begun with her welcome. Jesus simply says there's one thing needed and that is to sit at his feet and listen. And we shouldn't perhaps be surprised by that, should we? If we've heard the gospel story, and we do hear it quite regularly, you know, in those very special times, one of those is the transfiguration, which happens just before Jesus sets his face to Jerusalem in Luke chapter 11. We hear God the Father speak as Jesus is on the mountain. And what God the Father says, this is my beloved son. And what are we supposed to do? We're Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are listening, well done. I encourage you to keep doing that. Listen to him. This is the key act, isn't it? So whilst Martha busily goes about preparing the meal, it's actually Jesus who is the host. The host with the most. And when we come into this house, which is God's house, but it's our house, isn't it? Our house of worship. Jesus is here waiting to serve us. In a couple of Sunday's time, we're going to start a journey through why we do what we do as Lutherans in worship. And you mightn't be able to see so clearly there up on the screen, but it, 
this is, is an outline of, of our worship service and it sort of leads to these particular points where we are called to be served by Jesus. These are the main acts of, of our Christian worship. And it's living this out as we welcome Jesus into our house, he comes here to serve us. In worship, we sit at Jesus' feet. We don't have to say everything, but it's good for us to listen in. And what does it say about Martha? And what does it say about our serving? Well, before we condemn Martha, let's unpack this just a little bit more too. Jesus makes a contrast between the one thing needed and the many things which worry and concern Martha. And I think all of us can relate to Martha in one way, shape or form with those many things. Jesus gently, lovingly but clearly shows Martha that to attend to the many, she must first learn the one, to sit at Jesus' feet. And for us in our busy, de uh, developed uh, society, that can be a difficult thing, this radical thing, to stop and sit and listen. Dear friends, Jesus would have you freed from any nagging thing that sits in your heart and in your ears and in your mind that anyone says that you're not good enough, you're not something unless you are doing and achieving. Lord, I've got so much to do and no one to help. Where are you? Can be our cry too, can't it? And if and when you come to this place with Martha, Jesus will say to you, and he'll call you by name, I can see that you're anxious. I know that there are things in our world that worry you, but lean in here close. Listen and listen well. There's just the one, just the one thing. Learn from Jesus then before you worry about the many. For Martha and for Neville and for the people of at St Paul's who are all called to serve, Jesus says, I know that you are my good neighbours in the world, but in order to be fully who you are, sit with me. There are two important things, I think, for us as we make this crazy old journey in and out of COVID. We're still learning, and I think we still need to work hard at this to regather as a worshipping community, uh, as a group of Marys and Marthas, back again as, the, as God's people at St Paul's. There's a great challenge for us in this space. And I think there's equally a great challenge for us to go out into the world to learn how we go out and reach out with this love of God to the people about us and to welcome them into this house. In these few verses that we hear today, we're given all that we need for the challenges of life. We're not called first and foremost then to serve, but to be served and be prepared to go. Nothing in my hand I bring is our Christian cry, isn't it? Simply, Lord, to your cross and where Jesus' feet are, there we cling. I will do everything that it takes to let this little person in my life know that Jesus loves her. We have people that God brings into our lives to do the same, and we want to do that. We want to serve, don't we? Dear friends in Christ, are you ready 
to bring this love by doing, first doing the one thing that is needed. I know that you are. So let's pray that prayer that um, Lorraine encourages us to pray. Come, Lord Jesus, and draw us near. By your words, keep us in your heart and send us out with your love. Amen. And God's peace guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.